0: It's Curious City, where we take
1: your questions
0: about Chicago and the region and investigate, report, explore, from WBEZ.
1: It's a sunny Thursday afternoon, and I'm in the car with question asker Alyssa Gitlow. She's on her normal afternoon commute home from Hyde Park to the north side, and traffic is backed up as far as the eye can see. Melissa, when do you think we're going to get any relief from this northbound traffic on Lakeshore Drive?
0: I anticipated that it would start at McCormick Place, and it did. And it will stop at Chicago Avenue.
1: Why Chicago Avenue? Because there's an exit there at Chicago and the Lake with no ramps. Instead, people get on and off there using a stoplight. It's not your average stoplight, though. The Chicago Avenue lights turn off during the morning rush hours, letting the area operate like a regular highway but then it's turned on the rest of the day, including the afternoon rush. And that slows afternoon traffic to a crawl, delaying hundreds of thousands of commuters a week. For Alyssa, it means her morning commute is a breeze, while the commute home can be an hour-plus nightmare.
0: So she wants to know... Why is the stoplight turned off in the morning at Lakeshore Drive in Chicago, but is turned on in the afternoon, backing up traffic for miles?
1: We asked Jeffrey Sriver at the Chicago Department of Transportation. He says in the afternoon, the entrance is crucial to folks who work in big institutions around it. Think a university and two hospitals.
0: People need to get from Chicago Avenue to the northbound lanes. And so we you know, have to balance those demands, the demands of the people who are coming from further south, and then have to stop to let that traffic go.
1: But Alyssa asks why workers can't just scoot over a few blocks to Oak and Michigan or Grand. Sriver says...
0: There's already quite a bit of traffic on North Michigan Avenues, And to force them all to go back down to Grand would create a lot of traffic down at Grand. There's not enough capacity.
1: Still, the city strains that capacity in the morning rush, but not the afternoon. And Alyssa has a hunch about why. Yes, the exit serves powerful institutions like the university and hospitals. Although we should note ambulances use a totally different exit. But it also serves the city's highest rent neighborhoods.
0: It really does feel like they are accommodating the needs of the few at the expense of the needs of the many, of all of us who are sitting in this traffic day after day after day.
1: Again, the city knows this is a problem. They've gotten tons of complaints about it. But Thriver says balancing the various demands is, quote, a juggling act. And he's got a plan to fix it. The city wants to build ramps at Chicago Avenue to let people on and off with no stoplight required. But here's the kicker. Sriver says it's part of a North Lakeshore Drive renovation that won't be done till,
0: wait for it, 2040. 2040? Who even knows what we'll be driving in 2040? We could be flying around by then. And they don't have to put any plans into place. They could just turn it off for the evening rush. So if you could talk to Rahm
1: Emanuel about this issue, what would you say?
0: Clean for the radio, right? <laughs> I would just want an explanation for why it's okay in the morning and it's not okay in the afternoon. And if it can alleviate the frustrations and anxieties, why not at least pilot it? See what the difference is. So,
1: maybe a pilot, Mr. Mayor? We'll leave it in your court. This story was reported by me, Monica Eng. Curious City is supported by the Conant Family Foundation.
0: There's a road I'd like to tell you about. It lives in my hometown. sure Drive, the road is calling
1: Hello, Curious City listeners. I'm Jill Hopkins, host of the morning amp on WBEZ's partner station, Vocalo. Vocalo is excited to work with Curious City to answer a question about Chicago hip hop culture. Have you ever wondered how today's hip hop scene came to be? Who are our hip hop pioneers? What role has Chicago played in the national history of hip hop culture? From graffiti to breakdancing, DJing to MCing, what questions do you have about Chicago's hip hop culture? You can ask your question at vocalo.org/slash curious city. Next time on Curious City a question based on a mysterious detail on an old map of Chicago. There was this one word kind of over towards the lake that was lizard. The map suggests Chicago once had a lizard-shaped effigy mound, a large sculpted dirt mound built by Native people about a thousand years ago. But was it really there? And if so, what happened to it? That's next time on WBEZ's Curious City.